Hey, what's up? I'm Natalie. So, this is the Lisa Rip Podcast. Episode 6. Like sometimes people give advice and while it's helpful my whole thing was just like you don't know how much work goes behind the scenes before you just come and shit on what someone is doing you know what i mean yeah and it was just a little not rude but it's like you don't even get it and it's like what you said like if you're not even you're not even doing this so who really like why should i even take your advice you're not an expert opinion you're not an expert potter like fucking listen to what the fuck you telling me right so that that's just where i was coming from with that one i feel like if you're not if you're not we're all entitled to an opinion right but if you're not doing a, a certain profession all you can really say is your opinion you can't really get into oh well i would have did it like you're not you're not even doing this everyone thinks they're a professional when they give you advice and yeah, opinions, it's, and like, it's like no especially if you're just especially if you don't even have any type of knowledge on what what the fuck you know what this I'm is not easy it's like not. it looks like we just sitting down here talking it's not easy and then you run the risk of like yo i might say something that could offend someone on top of that to be honest <laughs> this is probably well this is my opinion but this is probably the easiest part yeah <laughs> sitting here and sitting here and running our mouths is the easiest part but look how long it took us to get to this exactly. point we just spent like an hour talking about what we were gonna do Facts. how we were gonna set it up Facts. the camera angles my headphones stopped working like three times. What already. the fuck we gonna talk about? Lighting the hookah is work in itself. Okay. How many times have we went like, over what the fuck we gonna talk yo, about today? The week over the past this week. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? At least five. People don't. People don't keep. They don't get people it. People don't. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I feel like as long as we love what we do, fine. I'm happy with that. It don't even feel like work, really, even though we put a lot of work into it, but we actually enjoy doing it. So, and fuck what you think. Thanks for the advice. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I still... Wipe your ass with it. Damn. <laughs> That's how I feel about. You could say that. But, um... <laughs> uh, like, I, I, I accept all criticism, to be honest. I do, but not when it's not true to us. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. it's like, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm also entitled to not use it or to give a fuck. The end. So anyway, yep. are we just gonna get straight into it? Shit, I don't <sighs> see why not. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. Oh, I'm gonna ask. Okay, all right. So, colorism. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. This is a topic that's been heavy on my heart. Yes, it has. So let's just start briefly. What is colorism, darling? Colorism. All right. Uh, let me see. What definition do we have? Of I was colorism? gonna answer it. I thought you were gonna ask. All right, it. go ahead. Well, what's your what's what's your well, definition? Well, no. When I look it up, because I want to be correct yeah. when I say the definition, right? Prejudice or discrimination against someone's skin tone. Period. Okay. Okay. So now that's the definition. Do you think colorism is just a minority issue, or does colorism exist across cultures, across ethnicities, races? No, I think colorism. It's not just a minority thing. I think uh, 
think we all deal with colorism, to be honest. Like, you could, uh, it don't even matter. You're black, white, Spanish, it really doesn't matter. Asian. Like, yeah. Like you ever seen The Real? Oh, you know what The Real is? Yeah, yeah. Jeannie Mai, the Asian yeah. one on the on the show. She says, like, out of her family, she's the darkest one. And they'll comment on the fact that she's the darkest one. See what I'm saying? And it's like, you look at her and you're like, dark way. <laughs> See what I'm saying? But her family would make a comment about it. Respectfully, that mean, I mean, her family is probably pale. Probably, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she says she's a little more tan out of everyone in her family. But who would have thought that that, that colorism happens in the in the Asian com- uh, right. community? You know what right. I'm saying? So like I, really I would have never thought Me that. Me either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me being a black guy, I'm just thinking, well, when I was younger, that it's just a black thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as I got older, mm-hmm. I realized like it's not just a problem that I deal with. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced colorism? I mean, not even have you experienced. What is your experience with colorism for you? Uh, the booty scratcher, the African booty scratcher. I was the African booty scratcher from, I think, maybe from the time I was like five. Wait, did they actually use that term? Yeah, facts. How old, do you remember how old you were when you first heard that? So I was like I was saying, like probably like I was the African booty scratcher in my school. Oh at probably like from age five to like age maybe like nine, because I had to beat a five. Few, I had to beat a few people up to to kind of like set it straight. Wait, my mind is blown at five. Yeah, because that's really young. Yeah, and someone called you this. Yeah. Well, they probably didn't call me the African booty scratcher, but they made fun of the fact that I was dark-skinned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for years, that made me feel ashamed mm. of my complexion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. as I got older, I started feeling different. You know what I'm saying? So what about you? What was your What's your experience with color? So I'm light-skinned. <laughs> I don't think I had to say that. But... <sighs> I don't think I noticed you was light-skinned. You didn't notice? No, I didn't notice. <laughs> My experience and my family. So, all right. So, I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican. My Dominican side, they're darker. My great-grandma, I mean, I have stories. So, I can't really say for me. But in our culture, it's like you have to marry someone light-skinned. So, like, my great-grandmother, out of her siblings, she was the darkest one. And she was raised by her grandma. So, her grandmother would be like, would treat her differently than the other grandchildren because she was the darkest one and she used to tell her when you get married marry someone very light so you can lighten the race so she actually she married someone lighter and she didn't lighten the race much because my grandmother is like a little bit darker than me my mom's a little bit darker than me but that was her goal like if you're dark skin you're not viewed as beautiful that's yeah it's crazy. crazy and it's like we have that a lot in our culture where it's like they don't really, they're not even educated enough because they don't understand that we are black. Like Dominican is not a race. Right. It's an ethnicity. Talk about it. So it's like our race really is black Africans. Like they came on the boat. Some got dropped off in Jamaica. Some got dropped off in Puerto Rico. Some got dropped off in Dominica in Dominican Republic. But it started but in Africa. Exactly. And because of colonization, because of, you know, rape from the colonizers, we have, and maybe not even all of it was rape. It could have been real love, but that's why we have such a blend, such a spectrum, different shades, hair textures, all of that. But it's like our, even our own culture, the music we listen to and the food that we eat, it stems from African culture. Yeah. 
And it's very, like, we all, like, even, I always compare, like, Jamaicans, they eat um, ackee and saltfish. We make bacalao. Same thing. Sioux chicken, we have pollo guisao. Rice and peas, we have rice and beans. Like, it's the same shit. So it's like... They both seasoned. Both seasoned. And it's like, how could you... The fact that they don't know that and they don't want to educate themselves, that really bothers me. Hey, but, you know, a lot of people, a lot of our, you know, elders are stuck in their ways. You know, they grew up in a different time. So, like, they were in a time where society didn't force them mm-hmm. to understand right. that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So They weren't educated on purpose. It's right. to have that divide. Right. To so continue that divide. By default, I mean, they're probably just stuck that way. You know what I'm saying? Which is unfortunate because we're going to be like that way, too. Yeah. Once we get older, we're going to be stuck, you know what I'm saying, in some type of... In some, but we're more, we're way more educated right. but, and more progressive than our parents. Right. We're more open-minded. Of course. So, um, I mean, hopefully we're more open-minded going into the future when, once we get that age, but there's still going to be ideologies and shit that we just always knew from when we were younger mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. going to stick with us. Like, it's sad because I didn't even learn about what I just said about, you know, Africans being dropped off, whatever, yeah. um, probably until like five years ago because I didn't learn that in school. Yeah, not, to be honest, it's a lot of the shit that we learned in when we were in school mm-hmm. Like as no, far Christopher as Columbus, a great man, and he discovered America. Like, yeah, right. exactly. You know what I'm saying like, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> we both are like a, a lot of that stuff was left out, you know. So there will still be like Dominicans and even Puerto Ricans, your skin color, who will still to this day be like, I'm not black. Right, and if if you if we was to get that uh, information when we were younger, we probably wouldn't be like this now. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's it's like up to us to break that when yeah, we have children. Yeah. Um, but with everything going on, I mean, you've seen the news lately. Capitol Hill, the riot. Ooh, yeah. that breath was heavy. Um, how has that been affecting you lately? Shit, where do I start? Um, Capitol Hill, right? Yeah. What was the question? How did it make me feel? How did it make, How is it making you feel? How is it affecting you? If it's affecting you. Well... Honestly, it made me feel I wasn't surprised of of what went down either, but it did make me I had a lot of I had a lot of emotions to it. So the negative was it made me feel like shit cuz it's just like obviously if it wasn't if if it wasn't white people there at Capitol Hill, mm. it would have been like a massacre. Oh yeah. That's that's like mm-hmm. I don't even have to say that. But what made me feel good is the fact that the people who were there protesting, mm-hmm. they weren't rioting. Treat- okay. They, they, they weren't treated the way we have would have been treated. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of those policemen, they quote unquote, didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. But if it was us, they mm-hmm. would have been armed and ready. Mm-hmm. I guess being that it's white people, they didn't ex- expect that. Yeah. But the positive, to go back to what I was saying, is is fear. They fear us. Yeah. So they feel the need mm-hmm. to be, to have the National Guards, to have mm-hmm. these dogs for us. Yeah. Because they know what we're capable of. Yeah. So that's where it made me feel good about myself, you know? But at the same time, it feel, it make me feel like shit. Because yeah. it's just like, bro, this is how you feel? Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, being black in America is tough. Mm. It's either you just enraged all the time, mm-hmm. or you're just on safety. Like, you're yeah. always, like, on guard for certain things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like we're aliens. It's like mm-hmm. we're like we not even supposed to be here. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's all I'm going to say on that. How, yeah. did, how did it make you feel? To be honest, same as how you felt. I don't watch the news, and I wasn't really trying. I read, like, one post about it, learned about what was going on, because I didn't even know what was going on. My mother had to tell me, read a post about it, got the information, and moved on. Like, sometimes I just feel like, I don't want to say jaded. I mean, yeah, jaded, and I just lost hope. Like, I don't really see how anything is going to change. I think it's going to be years and years down the line until we actually see real change it is now the conversations are out and that's great there's definitely a lot of awareness surrounding all these issues but awareness awareness is good yeah but i don't think right now awareness is enough Mm -mm. to elicit real change so that's all i'm gonna say on that how has your mental health been so far in general outside of this it's it's been up and down it's uh it's always a work in progress. It never really goes away. And once you come to terms with that, mm-hmm. it makes it, I guess, a bit easier to deal with. Mental health for me, I feel like is something that's never going to be, you're never going to be happy all the time or sad all the time. And like you said, work in progress, just like your physical health. Just because you go to the gym one time, that doesn't mean you're, healthy, mean you're the healthiest you're be, person. Yeah, exactly. Or you have that one salad. Like you constantly have to you put have to work, work on into it. it. Yeah. But like, do you feel like there's any... Do you feel like trauma is passed down? Could it be inherited? For sure. Yeah? Yeah. Like, from our ancestors? Yeah. yeah. Like, I've definitely... Like, I remember being, like, 16, and I'm mm-hmm. feeling things that I have no knowledge of. Mm-hmm. That was me at 12. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, girls, y'all are more advanced than us. At 12... Yeah, at 12, though, what could I really... What can you really be depressed at at 12? But, like, my mother... Me and her handle things very similar. Like, one thing can happen, and we are stuck on it. We're completely negative, sad about it. And it's like we can't just bounce back from things quickly. Yeah. So I think I kind of inherited that, like, solemn, somber kind of okay attitude. Hmm. That's it. I never thought about it that like that. But yeah. for me, it's like I'm the same. Like I dwell on things. That's mm-hmm. my pr- that's my problem, and I take things personal. Yes, me too. So like when I seen that Capitol Hill stuff, like I definitely took it personal. But at the same time, it's just like for the sake of your mental health, you gotta kind of like snap out of that. It's so hard to snap out it of is, it. It is, especially when you're in your feelings. It's hard to just pull yourself out of it. It is, and it's like a. It kind of it kind of you're playing yourself too because. If you're not facing your issues instead of just like tucking it and just like just putting it in your pocket, kinda, mm-hmm, yeah, your pocket can only hold but so much, yeah. So at some point, your pocket is gonna or that cup that you've been kind of like just filling all your problems with, not really dealing with it, it's gonna spill over after a while, yeah. and then God knows what's gonna happen. And I think as minorities, we have been like programmed to handle our emotions that way, and it's like that's why we have such a negative stigma surrounding it because it's like, if you want to say you want to go to therapy now, it's like, fuck you talking to a yeah. therapist for like, yeah. you're going to trust a complete stranger. They don't know you. How yeah. are they going to help you? Yeah. 
And it's like, we don't want to get help. Or if we are too emotional and too vocal about our emotions, we're being too sensitive. We don't have time for that. Get over it. Man up or woman up. You're you know weak. what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're weak. weak. And shit like that. Speaking of manning up, as ma- as a man, mm-hmm. we're not, su- well, not to say that we're not supposed to, but it's like a norm for us not to f- deal with our problems. Yeah. We're supposed yeah. to just like, especially, yeah. Just, you know, just deal with it. You're mm-hmm. a man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we're not supposed to deal with our problems. So it's like, I battle with that too. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to get help, but at the same time, it's just like, it kind of goes against what society co- uh, dis- uh, defines what a man is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get caught up in that. But um, I feel like once I get past that, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get the help that I need. Because yeah. I'm not doing anything right now. It's literally music. Yeah. That's what I, that's, that's what's been helping me cope. And if that helps, that's fine. Like, I think even a therapist would tell you, like, try to do something. And music, it could be that one thing that you turn to to get you out of that. But I think a lot of times people working also. Working out? Working out. Oh, yeah. You be in the I gym. Be in the you gym. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that I need to, I need, I need to be like you. Yeah. You need to join the gym, but you're gonna start the the boxing soon. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah, that'll be good. You're gonna love it. I still have like, it's like, I always had like a like a temper. I have a sh- very short temper. It's more controlled now. Yeah. Because, I think about like the consequences. Because I'm mm-hmm. a black man. If mm-hmm. I if I react, right. Shit, I may not have my freedom. And that affects your mental health too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like them, I can't even freely express this because. What could happen when I do? Like, you have that added consequence. Exactly. So, for instance, I have a story, right? Mm-hmm. Happened to me today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, on my way here, I said, you know what? Since we're going to be, you know, drinking, let me get something to eat. Mm-hmm. So, I stopped by a pizza shop. The guy, he already had, a, a, a like, a nasty attitude. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But... I just told him, you know, I want a regular slice. And as he's giving me the slice, first I told him, like, you know, I don't want it too hot because I don't want it. Like, I would just I just want to eat it right mm. there and then. He's like, so what do you want? You want it now? You want to just have it cold or you want oh, me? Oh, nah. <laughs> so I, already what? I'm like, not too hot, bro. That's it. Yeah. I could have just gave him the, the attitude, attitude back. Right. But that would have just made the situation worse. I don't fuck with people that's dealing with my food. Right. So. Gives, gives me my pizza, right? But he's not even looking. He's talking to the lady in the back. So he's like talking to her in the back while he's handing me my pizza. Mm. And while I'm getting it, I guess once he felt that, I guess the pizza was in my hand, yeah. he just let go. Mm. So then my pizza fell. Pizza falls face down on the counter. So I'm like, so now, I basically I told him like, look, you dropped my pizza, one, and two, you got to clean it up. Yeah. Because I'm not cleaning this no, up. And I'm no. not going to eat this now. It's no. face down on the counter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. God knows the last time he wiped that shit down. He already had a nasty exactly. ass attitude. Exactly. Like. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, what do I do now? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, should I make a big deal? Continue to make this a big deal? Because mm-hmm. he was threatening to call the cops and all this stuff. Over a slice of pizza. That he dropped. Yeah. Because now, now I'm upset. And I expressed that. So now he's like, oh, I'm going to call the cop. I'm like, bro. So um, fast forward, just to say, like, 
I just left because I didn't want to have to deal with the cops. God forbid, I would probably wouldn't even be here right Over now. Over a slice of pizza. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because so he had like, an attitude. Exactly. So I had to be the bigger person and just said, you know what? I didn't even ask for my money back. I was just like, yo, whatever. I'm out. I didn't even say anything to him. I just walked out. Because I'd rather have... I'd rather have my freedom than to like really be going back and forth with this dude. And to be honest, when I get when I get to that point, it's no stopping me. Yeah. Until like I calm down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just sometimes I guess as a black man, I just learned that you just gotta walk away from situations because you just never know. I don't have the privilege to just voice my opinion. Right. Now if you were white. Oh, oh, that would have went a whole different what? way. I would have still been there they right now. They would have called their lawyer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, repo- I'm reporting. Yeah. I'm reporting, y'all. Yeah. You know, they probably would have gotten a whole pie for free. Feel me? Mm-hmm. It probably would have never even went that far if I was white. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But <sighs> whatever, bro. That sucks. Whatever. Did you eat? Did you even get to eat anything? I did. I did. Oh, okay. I still would ask for the money back. You could have at least done that. The fuck? I was just so like, oh, God. I was just so ready to just like walk out. I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. It was only two dollars. Yeah. Do you feel like you've learned? So if you had a darkest moment, what have you learned from that moment? What has that taught you? It taught me not to take things so personal. Mm. Not to take things so personal. I'm going to be honest to admit that, you know, I'm jaded. I'm human. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've throughout the things that I've been through in my life, I'm jaded. Mm -hmm. So, like, that contributes to my mental health heavily because it makes you feel like you're not worthy. That's just me. It makes me feel like I'm not worthy of being with someone or being... Or just being enough, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it don't even have to necessarily be you being with someone. It's just, like, you may feel like you were somebody, you were something to someone until, like, something hap- something bad happens, and then you realize, like, damn, you wasn't even that important to that person. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that, shit, that shit could take a toll on you, yeah. you know? So, and especially as a man, like, who do I talk to about mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't talk to... I mean, I could probably talk to my friends, but, I mean, that's hit or miss because it's like they could either clown me and be like, nigga, like. Yeah, you acting like a bitch. Yeah, like it's mad other other girls out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like, I don't know. I'm always stuck having to just deal with my shit in my head, Mm -hmm. you know? And then not having siblings, like, I can't really see like all right my sister she went through this i, I know not to do this you know mm-hmm. or my brother you know yeah i'm my only child so it's like a lot of stuff i had to learn on my own and i and there's a lot of stuff i'm still learning by myself yeah so i feel like the the throughout my darkest moments i feel like the the the, the reoccurring lesson was don't take things too personal yeah yeah because if it's not gonna if if it's not gonna affect you in five years, why are you still? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's something I'm practicing. Yeah. If it doesn't, if it's not gonna affect you in five years, just mm-hmm. let it go. Let it go. That I need to work on too, because I still go. take things mad personal. Let it go. It's so hard to let it go, because it's like, damn, if I let it go, 
am I weak? Like, now I feel like you got the upper hand. Oh, you're going to do this shit again if yes. I, you know what I'm like saying? if I don't check it, if I don't exactly. say anything, you're going to exactly. keep thinking it's okay and exactly. it's not. You got to choose your battles wisely. Oh, that's what I'm learning. That's what I'm learning now, too. Choose your battles wisely. Choose your battles. Because not everything is really worth the fight. Nope. It's not. Everybody's not worth your freaking Mm-mm. response. Sometimes, this is how I look at it. If somebody said something to piss you off mm-hmm. and it worked, mm-hmm. they already won. They won. Yeah. But if you don't give them that response, they could even, they could take it how they want. Oh, like, oh, she's pussy. Mm-hmm. She didn't respond back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she don't want smoke or whatever. They no, but if, and sometimes they'll even think like, damn, it didn't work. Yeah. Or that. They could look at it that way, too. Like, damn, I was trying to get the reaction. She didn't give it to me? Especially what? if they tried it numerous mm-hmm. times. Yeah, and a lot of people like to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, nah, you, you're not even worth my response. So it's just like, whatever, bro. You said what you said. Whatever. I think my meanest, my, my meanest, <laughs> my, my main lesson for me is just like, throughout all my dark moments, it's never going to always be bad. Mm. And it's never going to always be good. This too shall pass. Right. Life is like an ebb and flow of positive and negative. And you kind of just have to roll with the roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. And so it's like if I'm going through something dark, I just allow myself to go through it. Like I don't fight it. Yeah. I just allow it to pass through me. And then better days come and we we good. So what do you do when like. This is is just off top. Mm -hmm. So what do you do like if you're you're going through whatever you're going through? And, like, say, like, a friend is, like, trying to, like, hang out with you and you're not really necessarily in the mood, like, or whatever, like, they're trying to joke around with you, but you're not necessarily in the mood. Like, how do you deal with that? Because it's something, because, you know, we go through our shit, we're all living in our own worlds, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. we're all on the same planet, but we all in our own world. Yeah, yeah. How do you deal with that when, you know? See, like, for me, I feel like, oh, I'm so sorry. For me, I feel like I have no problem telling someone like, hey, I'm not in the mood right now because I feel like it's not it's not their fault. Like they don't know what I'm going through and I can't expect them to know. But I would just vocalize it and tell them like right now is not the time I'm going through some things. Are they more are they understanding about it? Some people are and some people are like, what you mean? Like you good. What are you stressed about? And it's just kind of like, all right. Like I would probably wouldn't even respond or say anything. I'll be like, you know, it's just it's just not a right right time for me right now. Like okay. I vocalize that. How about you? Um you kind of just distance like ignore them completely or Yeah, I'm bad at that. I'm very A bad. lot of a lot of my guy friends are like that though. Like cuz it's like it goes back to what I was saying like I don't know how to explain it. And as a man, it's just like how do you explain to your friends, like, yo, I'm depressed today. Like, I don't feel like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As a man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? like mm-hmm. A lot of men don't want to say that. Yeah, because it, it may come off as weak. A lot of my guy friends would just come back to me, like, a few days later, like, yo, my bad. I was just handling some things. Right. And really, they weren't really handling anything physically. It was mentally. Right. But. Like, I had someone say, like, they said something kind of slick. And it triggered me. And I wanted to respond back to it, but I'm like. Not even worth it. Like yeah. somebody said, Oh, I forgot what it was, but they were saying, Oh, you know, we'll see how you feel that day with your little moods. And I was oh, just like, Oh, nah. I, my friends tell me that too, though. Gave him the death stare, and I was like, <laughs> It's not worth it because it's not even worth me going in on him because this man has no 
type of knowledge of what mm-hmm. the fuck I'm going through. They're just not emotionally intelligent. That's what right. I'm saying. So it was like, if I'm emotionally intelligent, I already have one up in that sense. Right. Like it's like arguing with someone who's completely ignorant. Yeah, it's not even worth it's it. It's not worth it. It's not because then you look just as dumb. Exactly. You know what's going on, and you're wasting your breath. Going exactly. back and forth with this person. I don't argue. Like, if I know that you're not going to understand where I'm coming from, I'm not even going it's to bother worth, arguing with not you. Not even worth it. It's so not worth it. That's growth right there. What do you do when, like, what kind of music do you listen to? Because I know we both like music. When I'm down? Yeah. Well, I usually, I'm not going to, if I'm down, <laughs> this is bad, but I, I usually listen to, like, songs that's, like, it's, it matches the way I'm feeling. mm but it matches the way I'm feeling, but it kind of, like, makes me feel like it's okay that you're feeling this way. Right. So it's like I'm down. And you don't feel alone. Exactly. Either that or I'm listening to something to kind of, like, to kind of remind me that, yo, this is going to pass, like you said. Yeah. To kind of, like, yo, like, just keep hustling, mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. This is going to pass. And in time, you're going to see that what you were going through is just a lesson that you were mm-hmm. learning at the time. Yeah. When you first learned math, you we didn't get it right away. Right. But once you got it, it was just like, okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It might have been hard while you were trying to learn this right. math uh, equation. Right. Cosine and sine. Oh, and my God. Trigonometry <laughs> Yo. is... Oh, my Lord. Fuck trigonometry. I was actually good at when I got it. See, once I got it, I knew it. I was never good in trigonometry. I was nice with it. I was never good. <laughs> was nice. But I look at that now, though, and I'm like, the fuck is this? I wouldn't be able to do any of that now. None of it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it just, go, to go back to what I was saying, like, when I'm down, I just have to kind of, like, remind myself that, yo, this is just a lesson that I'm learning right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm still learning it. And once I get grasp of whatever I'm learning, whatever this lesson is, I'll be good. But I have to remind myself that when I'm in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so. I listen to things that are completely opposite of what I'm feeling. So I just listen to music that makes me want to dance and turn up. But is that is that necessarily helping you, though? It's because for me, it's like. Or is it just numbing if you? If I. It's probably numbing me, but it helps. Like, it gets me out of that funk. And that's all I want. I want an escape. And it's like, I'm not going to turn. Like, I don't smoke. And I'm not about to sit in my room alone and drink. Yeah, that's... that's you know what I mean? And sometimes toxic. I don't want to be around people. Like, sometimes I can help you feel good, but I got to be in the mood. Like, I have a social meter, and once I'm maxed out, I'm done. Yeah. So when I'm in that mood, it's like, I just want to get up, dance a little bit, maybe clean my house to some music. So when you're down, like, you really have it in you to dance? Yeah. Like, once I put that dance hall on, it's over. I'm good. Yeah. Like, I I need it. I wish it was that easy for me. Yeah. But who, what artists, though? All right. Popcon, Alkaline, Dexter Dabs, Cranium, Vibes, of course, Movado, Massacre. Like, I could just list all these dance hall artists. I already have a playlist, put it on shuffle, and that's it. I'm turned for the day. That's what I do. For me, it's... Unfortunately, they're not here anymore, but um, it was Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. It still is. Yeah. Mac Miller, rest in peace. And uh, Nipsey Hussle, mm-hmm. they're great. Yeah. Those like, are great artists. Like those two different type of music, but yeah. Nip was the one that kind of reminded me like, bro. That's the, like the empowerment artist. Yeah. Like you want to feel empowered? Yeah. Listen to Nip. And Mac... 
he let me know that I wasn't alone. He right. was going through a lot of the same shit, probably on a way different scale. Mm-hmm. But he made me feel like I wasn't by myself dealing with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Yeah, hold on. But yeah, uh, those two basically, yeah, they did it for me. Who else? Let me see. Uh, Mac Miller, Nipsey Hussle, Kid Cudi. Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi for sure. Kid Cudi helped me get into a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. Um, That's all I could think of off the top of my head. I think those, those are the main. Yeah, those are really good artists to yeah. listen to, though. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, and they're not necessarily, they don't. They don't necessarily tell you do, to do bad things, the toxic things, to kind of, like, cope. Because, you know, people... Well, you know, Kit Cudi kind of... Well, Kit Cudi and Mac Miller both did do... Well, they did. Mac Miller did, and Kit Cudi does. But they never But they never told you to No, they to don't do encourage it. it. They, they just, don't promote it like that. Exactly. Right? It's just you know? how they deal with it. Exactly. And they're just expressing it exactly. through their music. Yeah. Yep. Do you feel like... Oh, I'm sorry. You were going to say something? Well, I was just going to say, like, that's pretty much what I, you know, listen to to cope. Do you feel like social media has an effect on your mental health? Big time. Yeah. Big time. And I don't want to bash social media because mm-hmm. it's like we were saying, like, if you... It's a tool. It's a tool, especially for us. Like, we're creatives now. Yeah. We get to use social media to promote our shit. Yeah. If you're starting a business, you use social media to promote mm-hmm. that, to sell things. So that's yeah. definitely a positive. And I think it also brings people together, like, that you probably don't speak to or wouldn't speak to normally. Yeah. Networking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Network and you just keep in touch with maybe family members, friends that maybe they're not your best friends, but people that you're cool with, yeah. you know, that you don't mind, mm-hmm. you know, keeping up with, I guess. But in terms of like the cons, do you feel like people take social media too seriously? To an extent, yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's some people who are, who may not have friends. Mm-hmm. Who just go to social media to get validation or to get some type of understanding? You know, when you yeah. when you don't have friends, there's certain things that you just don't get, like certain jokes, certain like memes, mm-hmm. insiders. How you gonna have an insider if it's just you by yourself? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like social media it could be a pr- it could be a pro if you're on social media to to be a part of that community of just knowing everything. Right. But if you're just on there just to kind of like escape, that could that could be very detrimental. Because yeah, you're escaping, it might be into the wrong thing. Right. And, and the the the, the go to uh, algorithm, mm-hmm. like just the natural a- algorithm yeah. for social media, IG specifically, is super toxic. I noticed when you say algorithm, I noticed when I was going through, like, I think August was the, August and September were the worst months for me, and October. Three months straight of depression for me. I don't even know. I wish I knew. There's so many things going on. When did you say? It was August through October. Maybe, well. And. Go ahead. No, no, no. All I was going to say was, because you said algorithms, I was following a lot of, like, mental health pages, and a lot of, like, just, like, quote pages, and all of them were, like, deep dark depressing memes and they just kept coming up on my feet so now i'm depressed in bed and i keep reading all these things and it's making me feel worse once you see one that's it so one day i was like you know what fuck this like i started unfollowing mad even people that like i felt i was comparing myself to 
Like, damn, they look so happy. Damn, her body isn't the way I wish my body would look like. Like, whatever. Yeah. Or she's in such a happy relationship. Whatever it was, it was like, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. And once I did that and cleared out all that junk, now I look at my page and I'm good. Like, I'm happy with what I see. I'm happy with the people I'm following. Yeah. So I didn't even realize that that was really affecting my mental health. And then, like, what we said about taking things too seriously, I just want to share a post, (laughs) the Applejack one that I sent you. Like, someone can make a post and say, if you got Apple Jacks on top of your refrigerator, <laughs> your pussy is good. Now, here go all the bitches swearing Apple Jacks, their favorite cereal, and posting the box on their fridge talking about, oh, my God. Da, da, da. But it's true. Like, any little meme, and they'll take it seriously. Yeah, depending on what you're going through at the time. Yeah, and it's like, if it'll even be memes about if your man doesn't do this for you, if your woman doesn't do this for you, they don't really love you. Like, yeah. find somebody else. And it's yeah. just like, really? Yeah. And a lot of people would believe that. Because it goes against... Everything that everything that they already believed or had in their head, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So, and especially if it's like, especially if you keep seeing that same mm-hmm. post, you think that there's some there's some truth to it. Yeah, like the universe is trying to tell me something. Word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that could be very, could yeah. be real tricky. You know what I'm saying. Um. So I felt like I was comparing myself. Do you feel like you find yourself comparing yourself to other people too? Yeah. Because. I feel like that's what social media does. You're constantly seeing other people mm-hmm. in their life, yeah. in their world. And they show you, of course, they're going to show you the most positive Showing you things. all the highlights. Of course. All the highlights, you know? Do you, uh, all right. People, people, I heard this saying before. People say that, you know, they only show the highlights, but they're not showing the bad stuff, the, the bad stuff that you go through. Mm-hmm. But from what, from what I see... When you do post your bad stuff, mm-hmm. you get criticized. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you posting that? Yeah, this is not for the internet. Why are you mm-hmm. putting your all it's your business It's kind of like the same there. thing we said about mental health. Like, selling someone you're sad or yeah. you want to go see someone and get help. Why are you doing that? That is so true. I don't even think about that. Yo, some people, they don't even know how to deal with their personal problems. And they don't have people to talk to. So they post it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or social media yeah. to see what people to get their feedback. Yeah. To to gain validation. It's right. just like that's detrimental too. Cause these people don't give a they, they don't give a, give a rat's ass what's going on in your I life. Feel like the younger you are, they don't the even worst. know you. Think about all the young kids who post and get like cyberbullied. Exactly. And have killed themselves over the comments they've gotten. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really people out there who's just hurt. Mm-hmm. And they're out there hurting people. Yeah. Because hurt people. Hurt people. people. Exactly. You know oh, that's saying? a bar. <laughs> Gem like droppers. That. Gem yeah, droppers. That's a good one. So now we're talking about posting. Let's say you're in a, because you're single. I'm single too. But like when you were in a relationship or if you are in a relationship, do you feel like you're going to be pressured or you're going to feel inclined to post your significant other? Um, you asking if I'm, if I, if I would feel pressured? Yeah. Some type of, like, now I'm in a relationship, she probably might, especially if she's heavy on social media. You know, girls love to post things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It depends on the individual. Depends on the indiv- individual. On you or her? On her. On her? Okay. Because, like, if she's not really on Instagram, or she if she doesn't really post that much, she may not really, if she's not really into social media, then... That particular posting her may not even do anything for it her. It may not even cross her mind, right? You know, but um, I get why you can feel pressured because there is girls out there that 
want to be appreciated. Right. And posting them is, is in a sense, it's a way of ap- showing appreciation mm-hmm. of, you know, the love that you have. And um, I'm not opposed. I'm not. I mean, when I was younger, I was opposed to to doing it, to posting my significant other, only because, like I said earlier, like if I'm in a relationship with you, this is sacred to me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't feel like that's to show off to the world. Right. That might be an insecurity of mine, but that's just how I am, and I'm just a natu- I'm just naturally secretive. Like, I don't show everything. Also, bad mind. Bad mind? Yeah, like, when you post, even when, for me now, I'm kind of more conscious of, like, when I post myself or posting myself having a good time, like, you don't know the energy other people have when they're viewing your post, and they might put negative energy towards that. Oh, yeah. So it's like if I post my significant other and some bitter bitch is watching, she might put some real negative energy out into the universe regarding my relationship and that could potentially affect my relationship. Like I believe in that. Okay. So like even that, I feel like I like it. I think it's fun. I think it's cute, but I wouldn't expect it every single day or all the time. Yeah. That's overkill. And I'm okay with like just showing like a hand, mm. <laughs> not the face. The you little feel me? Subtle things. Subtle things to let you know I'm dealing yeah. with someone yeah, yeah, yeah. that maybe me and him will understand. Like what though? Like little like dates. Little dates. Like if y'all going out to eat. Yeah, I might get the plates and the hand, but I'm okay. not going to do the face. You feel okay. me? But I'm not. Um, There's a negative connotation to that too, though. Depending on who you're with, like you said. Because some men will be like, well, why aren't you posting my face? Like, yeah. why are you not showing some me? Some girls would be like, well, hmm, how how uh, how worthy is what you have now if you're not even showing yeah. the person's mm-hmm. face? That could cross your Especially mind. Especially if like in the photo you got the plate. Mm-hmm. And you got their body. You can see that it's a that you can see that it's a female or right, a male. Right. But then you put an emoji to cover their mm-hmm. face. That speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. My friend does that. My best friend does that. She covers. She puts a, an emoji. But it's because she doesn't want negative energy towards it. Like she wants to protect it. She still wants to share the moment, but she doesn't want to reveal the face. Because even like I had spoken to someone who like he read my candle or whatever. He read me. Like he did a reading. And he was like, even when you post, try to wear sunglasses. Because, like, through the eyes, if they look you in your eyes, they can put negative energy and that would affect you. I don't know if I believed it 100%, but that's why she now puts emojis. I don't know. Hmm. Keep the face sacred. Okay. Um, I don't know about pressure. I feel like now, like you said, like, it matters to me more how you treat me outside of social media. Because you could post me all day long and treat me like shit. In real life. True. So it's kind of like the post isn't going to make up for how well or how bad you treat me when it's just me and you together or how you treat me in public. Yeah, that's true. So I care more. Now that I'm older, I care more about that. When I was younger, you had to post me. If you didn't post me, that meant you didn't love me. Really? Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. That's when like everyone was sharing all these. They were sharing their relationships on social media. So it's like, oh, everyone else is doing Be it. Honest. How come you're not doing it? Be honest. Did you get that from another girl? No. I, it was just inherent in me to feel really? that way. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But now I'm over that. Like, ain't nobody got time for that. Just treat me good. Be consistent. Communicate. So what about what about if all right, off the off of posting, but what if your significant other, what you know, if you had one, mm-hmm. what if he or she was liking another oof <laughs> triggered. 
Triggered. That was an issue that came up in my last relationship. Mm. I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan. Because it's like... Damn, that's a good question. I'm going to pass the hookah on this one. Hey. <laughs> you got the hookah now. Gunshots. <laughs> your head tops. <laughs> I just felt like... It's again like what you said. You start comparing yourself to the woman. I started comparing myself to the women that he was liking pictures of, and it's like I didn't have their bodies, or I wasn't dressing like they were dressing, or maybe we just don't even look the same. So it made me feel like, damn, is that what you like? Because I don't look like that. I don't dress like that. I don't move like that. I don't talk like that. So is that what you want me to be? Like, am I not good enough? Or you start, you just start making comparisons, and it, it kind of makes you feel like shit. Um, how do you feel about that now? Do you still feel that way? Do you are you willing to accept that that was just an insecurity of yours? Yeah, definitely. But I just felt like when I would voice it, it was kind of like, yeah, like you're just being insecure. But then I would always say like, well, why don't you just? I would always feel like, damn, why couldn't you just respect my insecurity then and just not do it? Did you vocalize that? I did not at the time. Okay. I did not. Vo- I mean, not? I vocalized that I didn't like it, but I don't think I was honest about this. Makes me feel insecure. Do you- I didn't want to admit that I was insecure. Why not? Ego. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Just asking. I can say that now. Because I want I want the, the listeners and the, the viewers yeah. to, you know. No, that's really what it is an insecurity. Understand. It is an insecurity. Okay. I just felt like maybe if I did communicate it, he probably would have, you know, backed down from yeah. doing it as often. You know what I mean? Because I feel like you're going to look at it, but that extra double tap to like it bothered me. Like, you didn't have to go hard and double tap. I and I know that that's not really going hard because you're just tapping it lightly. It's literally But it's like, that's just that extra step. You know what I mean? Because it's... it's To know. his defense, like, it's just pictures. And these girls know what to do to get our attention. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all I'm doing is giving her the attention. Now, if it's different if I was commenting. If I commented... Then that's really extra... That's, yeah. You're you're breaking all types of rules. You know what I'm saying? All types of disrespect. Wilding. You know what I'm saying? Problematic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but problematic. See, my my take on that, if I see a girl, if you know, if my significant other, if I had one, if she's out here liking other photos, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Cause to be honest, whoever you whoever she liked, whoever whatever photo she liked, mm-hmm. Especially if I'm aware of the things that she's into, mm-hmm. like I can't even be mad, cause like if you're a ch- all right, if you're into Chris Brown, I'm a dark skinned man. I ain't nothing close to Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you on here liking Chris Brown, he got the shirtless photo or the game with his little shenanigans showing the print. Oh yeah, he was wilding. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't even get mad at that, cause that's yeah. what women like. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the same thing that the same. With women shaking they shaking their ass in the videos and all this other stuff, or showing their ass in their picture, right? Ass on the sink. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same thing as a guy taking a a, a mirror photo with the, with gray sweatpants mm-hmm. in the print. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. So it's like, I gotta kind of just it's 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 just part of it. I just have two points I want to make about that. Go ahead. One, I think back to the posting thing about posting your significant other. I think a lot of girls feel the way too when. Their man is so quick to like post when they're with their friends or support their friends. Like they'll like all their friends' photos, but it's like you're not liking your girl's photos. Or you posting your man's up, 
like to support him or, oh, this is your bro. But it's like you're not giving that same energy to your girl. So I could see why girls would feel some type of way because a lot of guys do that. Hmm. So that's one. And then the other point, my other point was I do want to thank my ex because he prepared me for that in the future. Like if I get with someone who is like constantly liking another girl's pictures or other women's pictures, it's just not going to bother me because I dealt with that already and I'm over it now. Like right. I realize that it's my own insecurity. Right. Got to so. appreciate the, the things that you went through. Yeah. Lesson learned. Despite how it made you feel. You know? And that's what I've learned too. Like. Is it, it's never really the other person. It's something that you're dealing with internally that's, yeah. that you need to work through. Yeah. Because it's not really, like, nobody could really do anything to really, really hurt you. It's how you're taking it. Right. So that's just another takeaway from that. I assume that this affected your mental health too, right? It did. It did? It did. But again, now I just, like, resolved through it, worked through it, and okay. that's it. So now, <clears throat> music time. Of course. You know, I'm always <laughs> down for some music. So I think in terms of music, you wanted to play something that you kind of, or an artist you listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, I mentioned Nipsey Hussle earlier. Yeah. I want to play one of his songs that, uh, you know. Okay. Would you like to introduce it? Yeah, this um, this one is uh, by Nipsey Hussle again. Rest in peace. <sighs> it's called uh, Stuck in the Grind. <laughs> Not necessarily on this song, but on all the other songs in the project he's on. It's from uh, the No Pressure, No Pressure project. Says the realest shit, yo. He just talks to you. Yeah, he's not really rapping. It's like he's talking to you. Yeah, like preaching to you through music. What song did you want to play? Um, so the song I want to play is... So the song... All right, so a, not even a song, an album. Mm. An album. Because, you know, I said I like to dance when I'm stuck in my, in my depression. For me, the album I've been listening to the most when I feel down is WizKid's album. Mm. Made in Lagos. Oof. I don't know if I said that mad Spanish, but that's how I say Fuck the word. It. Made in Lagos. Fuck it, you Spanish. So. Yo, this album is a vibe. Underrated, like, though. 
Super underrated. I am dying to be on vacation on a beach, getting drunk, listening to this album from start to finish. I am obsessed. Um, I just picked one song that I like, but I like every single song on the album. So this song is Wizkid, Mighty Wine. Picture on a beach, mm-hmm. waves crashing with a Thanks. drink. Lit. <laughs> I can see why this could change your mood or whatever. Yeah, it's just this whole album is just smooth, mellow. You could just vibe to every song. It's just perfect. It just calms me down. I feel like the instruments, too, mm-hmm. contributes to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a perfect album. Like, he really did his thing on this one. Oh, I'm about to be lit on vacation. <laughs> I think that's what I look for too when I listen to music. Like, can I listen to this on vacation? And if I can, it's added to the playlist. Or if I could work out to it. My vacation sounds dope right now. No, it's needed. I wish I could get actually, you know, go somewhere. Soon you will. Soon you will. It's gonna take some time, but just have it in mind where you wanna go. Where do you wanna go when it's time for you to go on vacation? I'm not gonna lie, it's been a it's been a dream of mine to just it's not nothing, nothing special, but mm-hmm. I want to go to Puerto Rico. Okay. I haven't been. I've never been, and I'm Puerto Rican. I want to go, man. So. I just want to go somewhere for your vacation. It's well needed. That would have never happened if I had a vacation. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, this was a good episode. Thank you for joining me yet again. Take away. All right. So, I don't know. I feel like my takeaway from this is, like I said, like, life is a roller coaster. It's going to have its ups, its downs, peaks and valleys. Go through it. Don't fight it. Go through the emotions and just know that you're going to come out of it. Sit with your problems, too. Don't run from it. Exactly. Don't run from it. Because once you run from it, it'll definitely come back Mm -hmm. when you least expect it. Exactly. Like, my take is to, uh, is that and... Despite everything that you go through, keep in mind that it will pass. And if you choose to to learn the lesson from it, mm-hmm. it'll definitely pass and you'll appreciate it. You'll appreciate the pain that you went through. Yeah. That's something that I learned too. Yeah. Nothing that happens to you is ever in vain. Like you're always going to get everything some happens type for a of reason. lesson. Exactly. Everything happens for a reason. So that's all I got to say. Yeah. Beautiful. Episode five, baby. <laughs> six. Damn, I'm already losing count. <laughs> Episode six. We working hard. It's alright. <laughs> Episode five is out now, though. Go watch that. Yes, do that. Go watch Episode five. <laughs>